0: So today we are really diving into a conversation that might be a little tough because there may may or may not be a really solid answer. We are talking about can love be created? from an empty space. Can you love somebody if you've never seen it modeled or if you've never experienced it before? What does that look like? Um, Let's talk about it. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fused Transparent Conversations from Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about, so tell your friends and family to check us out. And as always, go ahead over to our webpage, com for more content and resources
1: had a big smile on my face i was doing something pretty silly before we kind of started you were but to in my head I, in my mind i saw myself like doing it like for real like not for real but like in front of people mm-hmm. they were like I mean, he, something he ain't rap tight
0: because you're not yeah my kids but I love, love you, you know it though yeah <laughs> you know, yeah they, your kids definitely know it cause, they know it because they, got cause a little, bit, they got a
1: little, they're a little different they mm-hmm. a little different a good different though we call it good different
0: yeah
1: we call it being unique just being just being yourself
0: yeah
1: that's a, 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 you got to grow into that thing though some people have to some people have to like you know to get comfortable completely come to be themselves yeah you got to grow into it
0: that's true there's no wrong with that and especially if you're different from like the masses yeah you know
1: but so. the, anyway, we can go, I can go to a lot of stuff I say about that. But yes, you're absolutely
0: right. Oh, Lord.
1: You're you can tell what kind of show
0: right. it's going to be, it's gonna be a good one. today. It's going to be a good one. Okay, what are we getting into?
1: So I just I, w- I want to set this up. So we're going to talk about at least a topic that everybody think needs to kind of understand. We get a garden. It's about love. Love okay. and relationships. And I got a, a song I want to play. Okay I want to play it To kind of give Like to kind of Really set it up fully And I think this song let's Just listen to it Just go with me For a little bit I'm only going to play About 30 seconds of it Let me get if it. If I know it up. Can
0: I sing along Or is it like Okay You can Oh you really Going to play can. it from Yeah Oh um.
1: Let me turn this down. Let me turn this. Down. They That's a like, good part. That, that is a good uh, part. They probably uh, wonder they probably wonder like why why is he playing why is he playing this song?
0: See now I'm not gonna be able to concentrate. I'm gonna be singing that. There was,
1: who else? you gonna be singing. Who, that? How
0: many of y'all know all the words? Y'all know I don't know all the words, but I know that part. Cause you I do. don't know all the words to every song. That's not don't don't get me. What's that show where they have to guess the next lyric? Uh, Shazam? Something like that, yeah. yeah it's not. Shazam, is it? It's not for me. But go on, okay. So we know the song. We we love the song. That's that good nineteen nineties Mariah Carey. It is.
1: It really is. It's a good song to me. I, that's one of my. That's one of my favorite songs. That really, I, I like. For me, it speaks about the passion about love. Right.
0: voice lesson so I can sing it to you babe
1: yeah no but it's actually kind of like a uh, I don't know if you want to sing that one though That's just, that not, uh, yes,
0: <laughs> yes. just that part Yes, just that <laughs> part
1: no but to me that song speaks about the passion of love somebody having it and losing it and knowing the feelings of like hey this is if I could just have just one more just it just to be able to have that one more connection yeah so the question the question is right can love be created from an empty space?
0: Mm.
1: Can 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 somebody have love to give if they never experienced love? Can somebody share love? We're talking about intimacy and love and mm. we may not we're not talking about maybe physical, but just the idea of what really love feels like wow. if they never have experienced that. What do you think that that's I mean, that's that's something I one I want to discuss. We can go we can we can go dr- jump jump right into the 12. Jump foot in, end, come on. Or we can kind of just kind of just, you know, Sink work out, work our way down to the to where we're trying to get to.
0: OK, I'm not a work my way down kind of person. So you, yeah. let me let you take it. What do you want to do?
1: No. So I mean, so the, the idea, I guess we can start off with, with, a, with a question, right? Let me let's let me ask. Can I ask you this? Let me ask you a question. Okay. And I might have kind of gave you the prelude to what already it is. But the question is, do we have to know what love is to give it? Do we have to know what love is to give it?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mariah Carey just sang a beautiful song about, I think, if love, and you know, we're we're assuming she knows what it is and this song knows what it is, and you feel that song, you'd be like, okay, I want to have that again. I want to experience that again. I want to be able to express that with somebody again. If you don't have that, are you able to share that with somebody?
0: I think it's a complex question for a couple okay. of reasons. Talk to me. I think that your love in different seasons changes. Okay. Um, so I think that it, it in the context of marriage, it should deepen and evolve through from season to season. Mm-hmm you should have a greater capacity to love and have more to offer in the relationship. Um, And I think that there's a maturity that comes with time. Um, I remember when I was like way back, you know, like when you're like in middle school or Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. and people be like, I think Lauryn Hill used to sing a song about, you know, writing the name of a boy's jeans Mm -hmm. on your uh, name on your pants with a marker. And the idea of being able to love then is completely different from what it is to love now. True. And, you know, I would never say it. I would never be like, oh, I'm in love or anything like that. But I think Mm -hmm. as you begin to understand love, it changes. And then that makes me think about people who did not receive it that have so much to give. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, for example, children. Like, there are so many children, and I've talked to you about this um, before, that are in need of mentors or adoption or foster children that just have so much love that they want to offer in the, in the limited scope that they understand it, they know mm-hmm. they want to be loved and that they want to love. Um, so I don't know that I would say you have to have received so much love to have it to give. Cause I, and I, I mean that specifically looking at an, you know, um, a maturity from the way that a child would come from childhood to adulthood. Mm-hmm. But, In saying that, because I think this is a good question. I definitely want to hear from y'all on this. But in saying that, I do think that you have to be willing to be open and vulnerable to love. I don't think that it is possible to love without also being willing to A, be seen, and to be sacrificed. I don't think that there is such a thing as love without saying, I would be willing to dot, dot, dot for you. That's why people say, like, I'd be willing to die for you. Like, Mm. that's a... And you say that in the capacity, or you say that saying, "I would go to the very ends of myself for you. I love you to the moon and back. I love you to the impossibility of it all." And I think that that sacrifice, saying I would be willing to sacrifice whatever it took to make you happy, or to make you successful, or to make you to give you a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's something to be said about what love is. It's you have to be willing to be seen. So, hey, I can't say I love you completely, but you there are all these doors that I will not let you in. And that's part of evolution and trust. But there has to be a willingness to say, I'm going to walk this path, even though it's hard. And the second part is I'd be willing. I have to be willing to sacrifice. What are your what are your
1: thoughts? No, first of all, I think you're right. I think it is a very complex question. I don't know if there is a an exact right answer Mm -hmm. to say, hey, is it definitive? If you have not experienced love, you're not able to give it. Mm-hmm. i do lean toward the thinking though if you haven't experienced love it's going to be hard for you to give it mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you to fully express yourself with love if you never have received received love yeah. i shouldn't say that i mean when you say received it you never have experienced it in a in a way that's unique and not necessarily not necessarily tied it down to, to romantic love right it could be like i said from a parent yeah from a grandparent from even if you had a kid mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that, gave, that gave you just, you know, unconditional kids give you unconditional love a lot of times. Yeah. If you never experienced any of that and then to come into a relationship and say, hey, I know how to give it, what are you giving?
0: But no is also one of those, like, what is what is known by you and what is known by me may not mm-hmm. be the same thing. It's, it's that whole operational definition. What do you mean when you say No. Because I might know what isn't love, so I might be able to say, I don't think that it's loving for somebody to to punch you know to punch me. That's not a loving behavior. But then, do I equate what is loving is for you to you know to put gas in the car? Is that loving? So there's there's lots of nuances even within how we understand what love is. Because some might define love by what it is not in from their mm-hmm. experience, and then some might might say what is loving based on what they have seen and maybe not experienced. Um, so like a lot of people, I, I, I watch a lot of documentaries and I remember um, watching one, I can't remember what the name of it is, but I remember them watching talking about um, um, images of black and brown families you know, in the 80s and 90s and saying, hey, we didn't grow up in the Cosby household. But when we watched the show, we knew hey, that's a loving family. That's how it's supposed to, to be. Or when we watch Family Matters in the 90s, oh, it was funny with Urkel, but look at how the family worked together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's um, maybe a collective understanding of some things, um, and then other things are the nuances that we may see or experience. And I think that's why mentorship and friendships are important. So if you didn't experience love, being around people That did and that have some to give finding a mentor at any age and then having being serving with children or being around people where you're like, oh, what does sacrifice look like? What is real love? What is unconditional? I know a lot of people say they get pets because they they need they know that they don't feel loved and they need something to love them and they need something to love back.
1: Yeah, you hit on something. We talked about the TV shows that we kind of grew up in right with they were they were they were wholesome TV Mm -hmm. shows today. They don't have that. Yeah. So if you aren't experiencing love in the home, you aren't experiencing love outside of your house, in society, at school, at work, and you go turn the TV on, you're going to have a flawed sense of what love is. True. You're going to have this fantasy idea of what love looks like, what it isn't. There may be some, show. I'm not saying every show is kind of built that way, but maybe you may have a hard time kind of understanding really what love fully, what love fully is. Right. With that being said, I sti- I'm still struggling trying to think of like a way like how would a person really show what love is if they haven't, they haven't seen it? Experience is one thing, right? Everybody may not experience it because of different dynamic situations how, with how they raise raised and the other. Mm-hmm. But just to be able to see it, to mm-hmm. see grandparents holding hands. Right now, mm-hmm. grandparents are dropping it like it's hot. They're not holding hands with their, grand- with their, grand- with their, with their significant other.
0: I'm I'm like I'm,
1: the idea.
0: Not all grandparents
1: are. They they not. But think about what we saw when we grew up.
0: Yeah.
1: What we see now, if you go to Instagram, you see sixty seven year olds. They not. They don't. They not. what we saw back then. Not saying there's something wrong, but it's something different. I'm just saying it's something yes, different. Something different. So there, the, the example of what love, you know, you see in your grandmother doing something for your grandfather, your grandfather like making sure the grandmother is good. Those images aren't there readily. So I get concerned with we re- people are getting into relationships saying they want to have or have love or give love and don't really don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's a lot of relationships. I mean, even if you have the example, I think people kind of would take or would s- kind of stand in between these two worlds where, mm-hmm. hey, this is. I grew up in a two-parent household, and my parents, you know, my mom, you know, they fell into specific gender roles, and, you know, my mom gave my dad a kiss on the forehead every morning, and he brought her a rose every Friday, you know, like, these are things that we might idolize, and then we take that, saying that's what love looks like, and then I get with a partner that doesn't bring me a flower on Friday, and I don't kiss him on the forehead, and then there's this misunderstanding, well, this isn't real love, because I think that this... You know, this is what it should look like, which I think for me at least brings me to the point of saying there needs to be communication between partners Mm -hmm. where they can say... This is what I need in this season. That's when you start kind of digging into resources, is like our resources like the five love languages, and really making sure that you're communicating and giving your partner not what you need or what you want, but what they need and what they want. So, but I do agree that I think seeing loving images, whether through um, media or in person, um, that helps formulate how what the possibilities of love. And then there's always for. Me, like, um, love is a spiritual thing. So really understanding the, from my vantage point, the biblical sacrifice and what that is and how that infuses how I love other people. Like you said, it's not just spousal relationships, but how you love your children, um, which Is a whole conversation because then you are talking about, okay, is it loving to discipline this way? Is it loving to keep my house in this? You know, can people come over? How do I show love to my friends? How do I show love to my parents? How do I show love to um, my extended family? So I think love is one of those dynamic words that really has to be understood both in um, periods of time Mm -hmm. and based on the context of the relationship
1: yeah I definitely agree with what you're saying definitely agree like, here we go here you go no, but... But there's no but. there's no but we said we already said at the start it's dynamic it's hard to answer this question really in one way yeah so I just I'm sitting on the other side of the of the question of the answer that is and just kind of giving a different different perspective of it because as we mentioned we I'm re- reiterate but we we grew up in the era with t v we kind of we saw it mm-hmm. we grew up with grandparents where we saw it and mm-hmm. our music it was. For the most part, it had some loving tendencies too. We had some other st- <laughs> I had some stuff. I listened. to. I, I don't know what loving. you
0: were listening to, but but yeah,
1: there was it was you could easily you can, I can go down a list of names. I'm not going to do yeah, it, but
0: I know you can. There's,
1: so, but there was there was loving elements that you can readily they find. They were
0: more pervasive than
1: yes. You yeah. had your other stuff. We, we came up in the 90s and 80s. We had some other stuff that was coming out then, but you could readily find 70s love love music. I would not listen to music quite that mm-hmm. early, but I did go back in when I grew up and listen to it. So. But you can readily find it. But
0: you all might have, so.
1: Pretty much so. Definitely yeah. love music, yeah. Make Love Not War, I think that's one of the song. I can't remember who sang it. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, but it was readily available. Yeah. Even if you didn't grow up in a loving home, you saw images, you saw grandparents, you saw music you listened to. Mm-hmm. The people that, that don't have that today are gonna struggle. They don't have the images, they don't have the television shows, they don't have the music. So, they're going to struggle with being having an idea of what love what love really looks like. And they're saying, everybody loves it. It really could be different, right? I grew up in a household where, you know what, my parents necessarily wasn't like lovey-dovey, mm-hmm. hugging, kissing, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did learn, though, from what love, what love is, love is not a function. It's passion. Mm-hmm. So the idea, and I say that, it's not a function. Some people can do something just a function of what they do. Mm-hmm. If I put gas in your car, it could be just a function. Don't mean I love you, but it could be a function. But what I learned that the difference between being a function and being and being passionate and loving somebody doing it, like, man, I do this because it's out of honor and duty, and I lo- and I want to show you that I got you. Mm-hmm. So the passion behind the, the the action, I didn't see the touching feeling, but the passion behind some of the action was showing, like, okay, you do this because this is how you make sure she good, mm-hmm. and that's what I that's what I took on, right? And I did. I had to kind of mold that to kind of fit to what you need. You need something a little something different. With the communication, touching, and in affection that comes along with 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 love, so I had to grow into that. But I had a reference point of saying, "Okay, love it comes it comes from deep within. If I do something, or say something, or have something, if I give something, if I go to work, it comes from a deep place of me wanting to do that for you to try to make sure you're good." Mm-hmm. And today, people don't understand. I don't believe I'm challenging the people to understand. Maybe y'all do. If y'all do, please write in the comments. And if if y'all do understand it, but people a lot of people don't understand of like really what love is. Mm-hmm. They doing stuff, but it ain't it ain't come from a loving place. They making plates out of spite. He's cutting the grass, because I can't believe you in here doing this. Mm-hmm. He hailing the kids and doing hell, I mean, she should be doing this, or whatever I shouldn't be doing, or whatever have It's it's not coming from a loving place. Mm-hmm. And I'm challenging that or saying that potentially it's coming from, hey, they didn't see it. They didn't see it played out. What in the music. Grandparents ain't holding hands. Or, you know, ain't we not, I would say some aren't, aren't aren't living. They weren't able to kind of witness that. And our music is not there. So where are they getting it from? And mm-hmm. so I think it's, it's something that you got to be aware of. Like, hey, do I really know what love is? I'm asking. I say I want it. Do I really know what it is?
0: Yeah. So what do you do? What do we do knowing that the imagery in the media, it's not, it's no longer reflective um, on the whole, not that not to say that it's not there, mm-hmm. but on the whole, to your point, it's not reflected there. Um, some of our value systems are really thwarted, mm-hmm. um, not just as it relates to kind of love, but self-love. What is What does it look like to, like, self-love has to be more than going to the spa, like it's really a mental thing. Um, and, you know, and then how we love our children, how we love mm-hmm. our friends, like, like we were referencing earlier, What do you do knowing that these images are what are not only put in, put before us on television, but that as a reflection of the society at large, knowing that this is what, this is our day in and day out. What's the solution?
1: I think, I think the first, the first step is like asking yourself the question, ask yourself the question of, do I, do I know what love is? Mm-hmm. Am I aware how I love, or how I should love, or what love should feel like. People are staying in relationships thinking it's love and they shouldn't be there mm. because they didn't necessarily, something got missed, wires got crossed. But we, we somebody outside looking, that's not love. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you in there? Why would you do this? Why would you do I mean, so there's different reasons and circumstances. I'm not trying to say everybody's circumstance fits into this category, but we know it happens yeah. where we need to ask ourselves, do I understand what love is? Mm-hmm. And better yet, I just ask my, my partner, my significant other, my wife, my husband my future wife or husband spouse whatever say hey do they know what love is mm-hmm. do they know what love isn't mm-hmm. is it loving as you say you know you ask me hey michael you say the no words is, is that loving oh yeah, yeah we'd be in the middle of argument y'all and i'll say some sideways some smart slick and be like man i don't want to she'd be like now michael is that is it was that loving,
0: was that
1: the loving hey, way to say that? hey i was like i'll be like uh
0: you couldn't have found another way
1: oh most time I didn't answer, but I had to come back ultimately and say, you know, no, that wasn't loving. And I, would, but
0: and you checked me too, so don't don't get yeah. twist it twisted. I mean, yes, yeah, it's,
1: it's accountability on mm-hmm. both parts. Mm-hmm. So the idea of of you you knew that wasn't loving, yeah, and you would challenge me on that,
0: yeah.
1: Spouses have to do that for each other. Hey, if you know you you coming in, you know, late and you ain't calling, is that loving? <laughs> do you consider that loving? Yeah. Oh no, I'm just working. Saying, but is it loving for me not to know that you okay? That's all I want. Kids are here. I got some dinner prepared. I want to make sure you know everything when you're coming in. I can be up. Just want to make sure you're good. Is that loving if you're not to call? I know you're working. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. Whatever have you. Could be both ways. Women work late too. You know what I mean? She I mean come in. Hey, i be like, Tristan, why, hey, why you ain't call me? You know, you said you'd be home at nine. Why you didn't call me? Because I know if the tables will turn.
0: It would be all. whole It would be a
1: whole different situation. But I was patient. I was trying to give her but the that love. that
0: goes to... <laughs> Let me hear
1: all that.
0: Let me tell all of
1: it. Don't, don't, that
0: don't it goes to the communication thing. Because how different people... Um, there are some kind of norms. But there are some things that you just aren't consciously aware mm-hmm. of. Like, you know what? I didn't... I don't think you spoke to me properly. Like, I didn't yeah. feel... Like, we were on the same page. I didn't like the tone. I didn't like the delivery or whatever. Or, hey, babe, you could have, like, reached out. I didn't know if something mm-hmm. had happened. I, I mean, I know you're working, but just let me know. Yeah. And I think that that goes to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show about the need to communicate what you need mm-hmm. from the loving relationship. What does it look like for you? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the problems is that we might take – what we what we have ex, the way in which we have experienced love before if it were with um a previous relationship or um how how we behaved even when we were dating okay now we we got some things are a little bit different right. and i think that people think that like things changed when we got married yeah like They're going to. And then they're going to change a year from now. So the longer that you are married, the more change you're going to experience. The goal is to hold on to the bad, to hold on to the good and let go of the bad. The goal is for the good to evolve. And as negativity happens, now you know how to deal with it. And so I think that that is part of this loving relationship. Because what I thought was loving in year one, I didn't think in year four and five and six and seven and eight and nine. All the ones going forward. Because... As the circumstances shift, and as you evolve as a person, and as you change individually, now wow. my need is different for a different kind of love. That's why you yeah. can't be stagnant. That's why you can't just be like, I'm going to get her flowers and candy every Valentine's Day. She's going to be good. She might not. She she might not at all. She might be trying to watch her weight. She don't want no chocolates. You know, she doesn't... She's seen... She's had all the flowers. She doesn't want the flowers anymore. She wants something different. Mm-hmm. Or, man, he used to want to go out with his boys. Now he just wants to kick it with you. Like, so you got to create space for that. You have to create um, mm-hmm. the the freedom to say, I'm I'm changing as a person, and this is what it looks like for us to be connected.
1: No, absolutely. I want to I I open a question up to you. Okay. Just to kind of maybe... You've seen this or experienced this, but the question is, Mm -hmm. do you see or do you think people are falling for someone in love that is falling for someone that doesn't know what love is and what love is not?
0: Do I think people are falling for people Mm -hmm. for for others, people that what now
1: that that don't the people that they're falling for? They Uh don't know what love is and they don't know what love is not.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah
1: you have any examples thing you've seen, or
0: um I think people fall for, th- like love is such a a a massive and vast word. I think people fall for one aspect of one thing. And not only is it not in totality, it's not in context. So for example, like I love every Friday we go out on a date and he, he, you know, he takes me to the nice restaurants. I love him. He treats me so right. He treats me good. Like that's one very small piece necessary feed her okay but it's a small piece of what it looks like to have a loving relationship and so you can fall for somebody because they're attractive and they smell good and they take you to nice restaurants and then you start in the expanse of the relationships you start to see he's not really a good listener and you have a lot that you want to contribute to the conversation and he's checking out, he's on his phone, he takes you to nice places, but you don't feel valued. So you fell for somebody based on the fact that, you know, he comes and picks you up, and he takes you to a nice restaurant, and you have that, or, you know, that, and again, that's a very kind of, you know, potentially stereotypical, you know, relationship, but there's lots of things that I think people might fall for, something that's really small in the vast spectrum of what it is to really love, and I think, the real love would allow for there to be more as opposed to sticking people into this very small box of this is this is what i love about you and this thing has to stay the same so you might have loved her when she had you know when she was 120 you know whatever pounds and now she at 150 pounds and if your love was solely that's based on or him, him you style. might <laughs> Come on now. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But or him, like she might have been like, oh, he got such a good body. He got a chest. He got, you know, his chest good, his tummy good, everything good. And that's a very small piece of what I love about this person or that they were, you know, they were pursuing this certain career. I really love that they were driven and motivated. And then I see, man, they are really driven and motivated outside the home. But when they come in, we're not really connecting. So I say all of that to say, to answer your question, I think people are definitely only falling in love with small pieces. Number one, I don't think people are taking time to really explore. And that's before or after marriage. Because just yeah. because you get fast doesn't get married. You meet, you know, you get married. You still have exploration to do. Yeah. And that is letting the person really continue to grow. And you continuing to love. Because I think some, some things happen mm-hmm. in relationships and people get stagnant because they're scared to grow. Because they don't know if their partner is still going to accept them. So I'll give you the last word, though. What are your thoughts? No, I mean, I don't know if we ever answered the question oh.
1: completely. No, you answered the question fine. Oh, okay. I'm talking about just answering the idea of the people, you know, can can love come from an empty ple- ple- a space or okay. place. But I do think this kind of is a tough, it's not going to be a solution, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's going to be some awareness. But I think social media is messing up people mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it didn't start with Instagram. Mm-hmm. I can go back. MySpace, space black planet black planet yeah <laughs> christian mingle
0: there's a
1: whole bunch of other ones right That's you know what's the one you swipe left right i can't i came in without that name yeah is. you don't need to know But yeah anyway you but good. but the idea of kind of being able to look at an image and say in in some verbiage and say i like that i want to try to connect mm-hmm. with that versus as a true connection being in the same place with somebody which is technology is good because it gives you kind of the convenience of it but you yeah. miss out on understanding, okay, how this person interacts with people. Yeah, and they can put on a facade for a little bit, and but ultimately they end up showing who they are. And you got a lot of us are staying in it a little bit too long, mm. and miss and like the idea of love is getting missed, mm. and mm. it's getting kind of blurred and what it is and what it isn't. So just something to think about. Um, it's not a solution, not an answer, but to be aware, like, hey, social media and we compare each other, right? Those that are together, they see other other couples, oh, they look happy. Why can we can't do that? Why mm. can we ain't looking like that? They out again. This, that, and the other. Or, That's oh, real. man, she look good or he look good, yeah. whatever have you. A lot of comparisons are coming out of, of what we're able to have access to now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's blurring the lines of what love really should be. It should be about connectivity. It should be about passion. It should be about loving. It's the one that you're with, trying to sacrifice, a lot of different things. But all that gets missed in today's society, I believe.
0: Mhm. We're ending on some strong words, but we definitely want to hear from you. Make sure that you connect with us on all social platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in with us as we have this dialogue. Go ahead and subscribe and comment. We want to hear what your thoughts are and your feedback. Let's talk about it.